Hello, welcome to a two Thursday afternoon edition of Bill's Facebook classes. Uh, didn't see you on Tuesday, so um, I appreciate everyone thinking of me, but I have been sick this week as of Saturday, started feeling bad as the day wore on, and then Saturday night started running a fever, just lots of coughing, lots of sinus drainage, yucky stuff like that. And uh, since I was running a fever, I called everything off for even Sunday. Preachers aren't supposed to get sick on Sundays, but I was. And made a little tr quick trip to Urgent Care Center where they treated me royally. And I got in and out of there. It was amazing. Saw a wonderful nurse practitioner and uh, got tested for COVID flu and strep. And all were negative, thankfully, and praise the Lord for that. So I've just been fighting off this very bad uh, cold and sinus and all of that stuff all week but back in the office yesterday um, somehow or another made it through class last night and I'm glad to be able to be with you today so thanks for hanging in there with me <clears throat> if I go into a coughing spell in a few minutes which is entirely likely uh, that will be okay I do have some water yes it's a Whataburger cup but it is now filled with water post Diet Coke. So um, there you go. But glad to have you along <clears throat> on Thursdays. We're looking at the Psalms and specifically a daily devotional guide uh, called The Songs of Jesus by uh, Timothy and Kathy Keller. And it's covering all of the Psalms, all 150 of them throughout the year. And uh, this, uh, this week we've looked at several, but today I want us to look at uh, three that are fairly short. Um, especially two of them, Psalm 113, 114, and 115. And uh, all three of these psalms are related in their subject matter because they talk about the greatness of God and specifically how much greater God is than those dead idols that were very common back then. Uh, common here today, too, but they look different. Uh, today's idols might be um, money, power, position, popularity, um, uh, work, uh, sports, uh, even family, even church can become an idol. And anything that takes the place of God in your life, that's what an idol is. And, uh, and it's not nearly as powerful and as great and as uh, fulfilling as God. And one of the things that these Psalms will tell us is that the Lord is our uh, strength and our shield. We see that in other places as well. Uh, but in this case, in Psalm 115, when we get to that, uh, God is our help and our shield, and only God is able to do that. So let's get to these. Psalm 113, first of all, praise the Lord. And that's the term Alleluia. Yah, short for Yahweh, that sacred name of God, Y-H-W-H. But that's what, um, that's, uh, we translate that Jehovah at times. The King James Version translates it Jehovah. Uh, the, um, the NIV and some other translations just translate it Lord, capitals, all caps, L-O-R-D. Uh, but it was the name that God gave himself when Moses was at the burning bush. And one of his excuses was, I don't even know your name. I can't go tell Pharaoh, let my people go, because I don't even know when the people ask me who sent you. And God says, well, tell them I am that I am. And it's that sacred tetragrammaton. That's what some call it, because it's four letters, Y-H-W-H. -H, and it became so sacred 
that the Jews stopped pronouncing it. And because the Old Testament Hebrew and Aramaic does not have vowels, only consonants, um, they quit pronouncing it. So that means we're not sure exactly how it's pronounced. But the Lord is uh, how we, I think, can say it. And recognizing that there's another term for Lord in the Old Testament, but this one is uh, the one that goes back to that. Praise the Lord, uh, this says. Praise the Lord, you his servants, Psalm 113. Praise the name of the Lord. Um, when you see the name of the Lord instead of just the Lord, know that that's what it means. Uh, there are a lot, at times the, the writers will put something in there that it seems a little separate from God, but, but it's really not. Uh, they're doing that out of respect and reverence and the name of the Lord, praise the name of the Lord is exactly the same as saying praise the Lord. Verse 2 of Psalm 113. Let the name of the Lord be praised both now and forevermore. From the rising of the sun to the place where it sets, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Everywhere and at all times, basically, uh, the Lord is to be praised. Verse 4, the Lord is exalted over all the nations, his glory above all the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, the one who sits enthroned on high? Who stoops down to look on the heavens and the earth? He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them with princes and with princes of his people. He settles the childless woman in her home as a happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. There's a lot of reasons why we praise our God, why we praise the Lord, why he is our help and our shield. And this psalm uh, calls on several of them. Uh, he is to be exalted above the nations at all times and in all places. Um, and I love what the Kellers say. They say, praise God because there's nothing too great for him. He's over all time, he's over all places, and he's over all human power and authority. Uh, the Lord is exalted over all the nations, his glory above all heavens. Isn't that a great thing for us to remind ourselves of in this crazy mixed up world that we're in today with so many threats, very real threats, so many around the world and even in our own country who are afraid and who are threatened um, and, and our prayers are with them. Uh, but we remind ourselves the Lord is exalted. Uh, there's nothing too great for him, but yet we also praise him, as the Kellers say, because there's no one too small for him. <clears throat> and they give some examples, the poor, uh, the oppressed. Uh, God brings them justice. Uh, the barren, those who cannot have children. And there are many instances where God doesn't answer that prayer with a yes, and we understand that, but he still brings fulfillment. Uh, and can because of his presence. But uh, there are also some stories in scripture where he does answer that prayer with a yes. Abraham and Sarah, for example, the prayer of Sarah to have a son and that son, of course, was the son of promise, Isaac. Uh, Hannah, the mother of Samuel, um, our daughter named her first uh, uh, son that was born and went through the whole pregnancy and is doing great now, 13 years later, um, named him Samuel after that great story. And of course, um, Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist. <clears throat> uh, this Psalm also speaks of the lonely, putting the lonely in community. Uh, God's greatness is seen in his regard for the small, for the ungrate, not ungrateful, but for those who are not 
seen as being the great people in the land. God has always had a concern for them, beginning with um, widows and widowers and orphans, as we heard in our uh, Living with Loss workshop here with Dean Miller and the wonderful um, widowhood workshop ministry that uh, Dean and his family have. Uh, God is concerned for them. In Jesus, he proved to be great enough to become small even himself. And we love that story so much. <clears throat> Next, Psalm 114. When Israel came out of Egypt, Jacob from a people of foreign tongue, Jacob, another name for Israel, the people of God, uh, <clears throat> Judah became God's sanctuary. That's the area and named for um, Judah, who was one of the sons of Jacob. So the psalmist is obviously capturing a lot of Israelite history here. Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his dominion. The sea looked and fled, the Jordan turned back, the Jordan River. The mountains leaped like rams, the hills like lambs. Why was it sea that you fled? Why, Jordan, did you turn back? Why, mountains, did you skip like rams, you hills like lambs? Tremble, earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool, the hard rock into springs of water. Of course, <clears throat> you likely know what he's referring to. All of these are stories taken from the time when Moses led the people out of Egyptian bondage, where they were speaking a foreign tongue, uh, through the wilderness, and ultimately to the promised land. <coughs> told you that would happen and Moses was able to do that and Joshua was able to take them across what a great story that is and filled with little stories but it also points ahead to the time of Jesus at Jesus death and his resurrection the earth shook uh, sensing the coming power <clears throat> of God to say <coughs> I'll get there. <clears throat> I can make it. He will shake and destroy death himself, 1 Corinthians 15 says. <clears throat> and so we pray that God will remember us during that time as well. <clears throat> One more psalm, Psalm 115. Likely won't be commenting too much. Psalm 115. <clears throat> not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. But their idols are silver and gold made by human hands. <clears throat> they have mouths, but they cannot speak. Eyes, but they cannot see. They have ears, but cannot hear. Noses, but cannot smell. They have hands, but cannot feel. Feet, but cannot walk. Nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them. What a great statement scary statement and so will all who trust in them uh, verse 9 all you Israelites trust in the Lord he is their help and shield house of Aaron <clears throat> the brother of Moses the first priest trust in the Lord he is their help and shield you who fear him trust in the Lord he is their help and shield the Lord remembers us and will bless us he will bless his people Israel he will bless the house of Aaron he will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, 
but the earth he has given to mankind. It is not the dead who praise the Lord, those who go down to the place of silence. It is we who extol the Lord, both now and forevermore. Praise the Lord. This psalm and the first half taunts uh, those who worship idols, dead idols. They, they put them up in the form of, in the image of men or animals. And even though they may have eyes, they can't see. They may have ears, but they can't hear. They may have hands and feet, but they can't feel or walk. Uh, Isaiah and Jeremiah taunt the people of their days uh, back in the 8th century B.C. and in the 6th century B.C. <clears throat> and challenge them, you know, reminding them that they have to get a, a, a metal worker to make a stand for their gods and nail it down so that they won't topple, unlike the God of Israel that is the living God. And that's the God that we serve. And we hear this call, everyone who fears the Lord, to trust him. He is our help and our shield. Uh, the word bless or blessed is repeated several times throughout this, small, this uh, psalm. And God is called a blessing for Israel. And it reminds us that, um, that God gives us his blessing, much like Old Testament characters would bless their children, <clears throat> Abraham blessing Isaac, uh, Isaac blessing Jacob and Esau, uh, Jacob blessing his sons, and even two of his grandsons, Joseph's sons. Um, it's a great, great story, uh, but it's the Lord who blesses. He is our help and our shield. Um, nothing else in life will give you the deep blessing you crave the most. Only the Lord will do it. And he, can, he will only do it through Jesus Christ. He sent and gave his one and only Son. And it is Jesus Christ, the living Lord, who is our help and our shield today. Let's bow for prayer. Father, in this very difficult, challenging, threatening world, we acknowledge that you are the great God, that you are the creator, that there's no one like you, there's no other God, that there's nothing in all of creation that can take your place. And so, Father, we praise you for that, and we praise you for your presence. We ask that you would be with those who are small and afraid today, that you would bless them and help them to know of your great concern and love for them. We pray, Father, that you would help each of us today to trust in you, to obey your word, to be reminded today, Father, that you are our help, you are our shield, and that with you, the living God, as our help and our shield, we can face today and tomorrow with confidence. We can face the future with faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for hanging in there with me. Uh, now that this is almost over, my voice seems to be just fine. <laughs> Ain't that the way it goes? I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. God bless.